to the show. This is Chris to Chris, comedy advice to fix your life. That is not a great way to start a show if you, if your if your show relies on your voice, you might not want to burn it out right away with some some engine noises. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by the one, the only Mike, who is in the building. What are you, Mike, an audio engineer or something like that? He is in the building. Go ahead and say hi, Mike. Hey, what's up? Very good, Mike. Very good. What's up, indeed? We also have our very real uh, best friend in the whole wide world. Sorry, Mike, you have officially been demoted. My, uh, our, our new best friend in the whole wide world, Dell, is standing in the corner. Dell, let the folks at home know you are real. I am definitely a real person in the room. Thank you very much, Dell. You guys might know me from YouTube, Chris to Chris Comedy Channel, Laser Lemon Gaming Channel, UpandLoaded.com. Brings them all together like one great big happy family. That's where we host this podcast, which you can download for free anywhere podcasts are sold. We are there for free. By the way, you should uh, subscribe. That would help our numbers. Also, what would really help our numbers if you is if you give us a favorable review on iTunes, which you can find at the top of our website. You just click on that, that link at the very top of the website. It takes you to the iTunes page. You give us a nice five-star review. I, I feel like I'm sounding obnoxious already. I'm just trying to say, we're trying to make the show grow. We want 8 billion people listening to the show. would really help if you contributed to that, participated. Why not? Why not? We're a big 8 billion people community. We have a, a great show for y'all this week. We're going to be talking, uh, we're, we're, we're going to be spoiling movie trailers. We're going to talk about baby shower pinatas, the end of the Olympics as we know it in 2020. We're going to talk about breakup stories and answer some wonderful listener questions. This will be the greatest 73rd episode of any podcast ever created. I guarantee it. Pretty sure. So, this episode is releasing on February 28th, right? You know what else comes out on February 28th of this year, Mike? Dell? It's this movie called The Invisible Man. It stars the uh, the Scientologist chick from Mad Men and The Handmaiden's Tale. Her, her name's uh, Elizabeth Moss. It's about a woman played by Elizabeth Moss. She's in this relationship with an abusive guy who tries to control her too much. You know, he's, he, she, she decides to uh, leave him in the middle of the night. Kind of like, actually, kind of like uh, Katie Holmes left Tom Cruise in a hurry. And, you know, he, like, punches through a window trying to, 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 to chase her down, but she gets away. And, you know, he's, he's, he's uh, distraught, so he fakes his death. After he discovers how to make himself invisible. I don't know if he's a, a scientist or what. But somehow this fool figures out he, the key to invisibility. And he spends the movie torturing her inside her home. I assume it's just inside her home. But yeah, like she, there's one part where she says, He's sitting in the chair right now. And you can see an imprint in the chair. and He's invisible. That's the, that's the gimmick of this movie. And everybody thinks she's crazy, right? Because... As we know it, nobody's ever been able to turn themselves invisible. And he starts killing off everybody around her, including the detective working on her case. But eventually, you know, she finds her strength and she fights back and she kills him. The end. Now, I haven't seen The Invisible Man, but I have seen the trailer for The Invisible Man, which told me every single beat of this movie. So I thought this week we could give summaries of entire movies based on their trailers, you know? I would never spoil the, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie for you guys, but I'm happy to tell you exactly what a trailer told me. I think we'll do a few more of these, but first... It's just the tip of the week. 
Look, we've got a, a lot of ground to cover this week, so this week's tip is going to be brief. A few weeks ago, we had a baby shower at my wife's aunt's house, right? And, you know, it went as uh, well as an interracial baby shower could go. You know, we opened gifts, took a while, we had some good food, they, they brought in like a, a taco, not a taco truck, but a taco catering service, we had some good tacos, it was... It was good. We had fun. It was it was nice. It was nice. It was a nice time to bring multiple families together and exchange baby gifts. So it went well enough. People started to pack up and leave like, yo, it's been a few hours. You know, I, I got to get out of here. We're in the middle of nowhere. I got to go home. And most of the people had left. We had packed up all the stuff in the car. And then uh, our nieces were there. They're I think they're 10 and 7 years old. And they said, hey, 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 hey. I heard there was going to be a piñata here. And then uh, my, my wife's cousins were like, oh, yeah, 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 we have a piñata. We have a piñata. Let's, let's get it set up for you. And so they, you know, they, they rope up the piñata, get it hanging, grab the stick, and the girls uh, get spun around. They hit it. You know, they're, they're little girls. They didn't break the piñata. But all of a sudden, my wife's brother, their uncle, was like, yo, I want to hit the piñata. I want to hit the piñata. This guy, I love him, but he, he takes one, he, he, you know, he, he reaches his arm back. He takes one big, hard swing. I don't even know if he hit the damn pinata. But as he's swinging, he swings it all the way. It is the full arc of the swing. At the end of his swing, he lets go of the stick. It hits the only pregnant person outside my wife he hits the pregnant girl he hits the pregnant girl with the stick now luckily he hit her in the foot right it wasn't it wasn't in the uh pregnancy zone and it wasn't like it was a a full slugger baseball bat nonetheless this this guy <laughs> took the biggest swing he could and launched the stick at her foot hit her and my wife was like yep I'm out, I'm out, peace, she went inside right away. And, you know, he was embarrassed and all that. And it was, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. I actually came at him with the stick. It was, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. So, you know, like I said, we're going to keep this brief. This week's tip is uh, don't bring a piñata to a baby shower. And, you know, if you, if you have to have a piñata at the baby shower... Unfortunately, you got to keep uncles and uh, pregnant women away from each other. So pregnant women have to be inside or the piñata has to be inside. The pregnant woman has to be outside. Something like that. You get the idea. Anyway, let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. So last November, about three or four months ago, uh, 2019, uh, Nintendo and Sega released the uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 on the Nintendo Switch. Video game, they, it's a series. You know, there's there's a new Mario and Sonic at the Olympics every two years. They have a winter one and a summer one. If you're not aware, these Mario and Sonic games are pretty much like a collection of Olympic-themed mini-games that you can play with your friends and your friends' moms. I didn't buy the game, but I thought that this one looked pretty good. There was some, you could play 3D games, you could play like some 2D sprite-based games. It looked pretty fun. I thought I might get it on a sale, right? But maybe it's a good thing I waited, because according to the Associated Press, the 2020 Olympics might get canceled all 
together. This guy on the International Olympics Committee, Dick Pound, he told the AP that if the coronavirus shit is not under control within the next two to three months, they are going to cancel the 2020 Olympics all together. Now, that is huge news alone, right? First of all, if they cancel the 2020 Olympics, it makes Mario and Sonic look like straight up liars. I think it I think that's fair. I think it would be fair to call them straight up liars because you cannot compete in the 2020 Olympics if there are no 2020 Olympics. He said that look, we're not going to delay the Olympics. We would just straight up cancel it. That means no Olympics for at least 4 years. No summer Olympics at least. And that's going to suck for all the athletes that trained for at least 4 years to compete in this thing. You know there's probably athletes out there that thought, well, this is my last chance. This is my last chance. I'm about to hit that age where I'm not going to be able to compete with these young bucks no more. I have one more chance to be a great, a great athlete. And if they don't get to play, they don't get to win, right? All they could do is stay at home playing Mario and Sonic at the Olympics Games. Olympics Games. Just, you know, just dicking around. We all know it's a fraud. We all know it's a fraud. But I think the big takeaway here is that there's a guy named Dick Pound, and he does not work in the adult film industry. He's a, a former Canadian swimming champ, according to the AP, and his name is Dick Pound. Anyway, let's hope they uh, sort out this coronavirus thing soon. It's making our video game stories look very weird and uh, making our lives a little bit more stressful. All right, all right. I think it's time we review another movie trailer. For our next movie, we are going to be covering F9, which is the ninth movie in the Fast and Furious franchise, if you don't include the spin-off Hobbs and Shawshank Redemption. Now, if you are afraid that my summary of this four-minute trailer, oh my, it's a four-minute trailer. If you're afraid that... I'm going to spoil F9 by describing the trailer to you. Please fast forward until you hear the, Look out, it's America. Man, I'm such a good singer. It, 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 just fast forward to there, right? Anyway, I have never seen a Fast and Furious movie. I've seen the first five minutes of Tokyo Drift, but then we watched something else. And this movie is a RoboCop ripoff. It's about Vin Diesel getting killed and being turned into a super soldier named Bloodshot. It looks like every single PG-13 action movie for little boys that you've ever seen, right? Oh, actually, you know what? Sorry, I I'm thinking about another movie that's coming out. It looks bad. Uh, Sony Pictures made it for like $42 million, according to Forbes. And I think that they're going to take a bath on that one. Honestly, I don't think people are going to, to line up to see bloodshot. Anyway, F9. Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez now live on a farm so that they could show that they're adults now and they're ready to slow down, you know? It's time to slow down. So they spend the first 30 seconds pretending that Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez have romantic chemistry. Turns out that they banged each other and made a kid named Little Brian. Michelle Rodriguez, he, she gives her son a cross, and she says, this is to protect you from some serious shit that's about to go down. Weird thing to say to a little kid. And then Ludacris pops up, and he says, hey guys, remember me from Too Fast, Too Furious? That was the name of a movie. That was a real name of a movie. I remember when Too Fast, Too Furious 
for when I f- first saw a trailer for that, I'm like, they're not calling it that. They're going to change the name of that movie. They, that's just the dumbest name I've ever heard. But, you know, times change. Anyway, after Ludacris, John Cena shows up and he says, hey, yeah, I remember you, Ludacris. And then Tyrese shows up and he gives us an exposition on John Cena. He says, so we're up against a master thief, assassin, high-performance driver. Who is he? And then Michelle Rodriguez says the greatest line in cinematic history. She says, John Cena is Vin Diesel's brother. Boom! Too fast! Too furious! And then Charlize Theron shows up wearing Jim Carrey's haircut from Dumb and Dumber. She's standing in one of those glass prisons that only exist in the X-Men movies. She says, for your whole life, you've been better than Vin Diesel at everything. You even have more hair than him. I am going to manipulate you to get me out of this prison by stroking your ego. And then, Oscar winner Helen Mirren shows up. You know, they, they, they start showing British flags and playing pump-up music to let us know that the third act of this movie takes place in Britain. And then it's a montage of a bunch of badass action scenes cut to a techno song. And nobody is scared of anything in this movie. First, Vin Diesel, he's just casually driving under this giant truck that's flipping over. He doesn't even care. He's not even sweating it. He's like, yeah, this thing's going to miss me by a literal inch. I don't care. And then they show a Jeep driving across a wooden bridge that is collapsing. It defies all physics as I understand them. And then there is a chase scene with John Cena and Vin Diesel. They're about to drive over a cliff into the ocean. But Charlize Theron comes in with a stealth jet and her her bowl cut, and she picks up John Cena's car to fly him to safety. Ludacris is like, they got magnet planes? But wait, but wait, Vin Diesel, he's not done with this chasing. He sees a rope tied to a post, and he says, hang on, I'm going to try something. And Michelle Rodriguez is like, Oh, no! And he guns it towards the rope. And then the next shot is little Brian standing at his parents' funeral. And then it cuts to the title card, F9. I think it looks incredible. I think it looks incredible. It looks like one of the best movies ever made. I can't wait to see it as my first Fast and Furious movie. Anyway, we're going to do this one more time. But first, let's move on to the news. This week we have a sad story about a relationship that just was not meant to be. This is a story about a poodle named Portia and a hawk. WTATV, they didn't give the name of the hawk, so we're just going to call him Harvey Weinstein. So this lady, Deborah Falcone, or, or Falcone, that sounds more badass, Deborah Falcone of Pennsylvania, she, she let her dogs outside to play and shit and do dog things. You know, you, you have a dog, you let it outside. And I watched the, the news report on this. The, the lady has at least seven toy poodles. She is not about dog diversity in that house. She has at least seven dogs, and they're all the same breed. Anyway, she has this poodle, Portia. She's 16 years old, she's deaf, she's blind, and she's one of the prettiest bitches you'll see all year, right? 
Apparently, her boyfriend, Harvey Weinstein, thought she was pretty too. Because, you know, he's, he's flying by his girl's house, and he sees her outside, and he thinks to himself, I'm going to surprise my girlfriend, take her on a magic carpet ride. So he flies down and swoops Portia off her feet. Whoosh! But apparently, Portia and Harvey Weinstein, they got into a big fight up in the air, and they split up for good this time. He drops her off. Now, after, after Debbie spent all night looking for her, a local vet calls and tells her that Portia is hanging out with them. Like, look, yeah, hey, you know, she's a little shooken up. They, they got into a big fight. She, she, she says it's, it's over for, for good this time. So Harvey Weinstein, he just dropped her off in the middle of nowhere without even offering her a cab ride home, right? Very, very Weinstein of him. But apparently, it's cold as hell in Pennsylvania right now. Uh, it's like, uh, Debbie said uh, Portia was alone for 28 hours in 10 degree Fahrenheit weather outside. That's a negative 12 British degrees for our international listeners. Mike, though, can you imagine being a blind, deaf dog? You know, you're just chilling outside. All of a sudden, whoosh, you're flying through the air. Like, oh, I guess flight is a thing. And, you know, you get dropped in the middle of nowhere on your birthday. I assume it was Portia's birthday. You know, dogs have like seven birthdays every year in dog years. Anyway, we're all happy to hear that she has been reunited with her family and that Harvey Weinstein cannot hurt her anymore. <sighs> Let's move on. I decided that instead of uh, reviewing another movie trailer, we're going to talk about this Nickelodeon TV show called uh, Victorious. A couple weeks ago, my nieces spent the night and they wanted to watch Victorious on Netflix. And I had never seen the show before. But it's about a girl that goes to a... Uh, it's kind of like a Hogwarts in modern time, but not really at all. She goes to a school for high schoolers that can sing and dance incredibly well. Ariana Grande is in it, too. Anyway, the, the star of the show is this girl named Tori Victorious, or something. We're going to call her Victorious. And my nieces were, were binge-watching the shit out of this show while my, my sister-in-law did my wife's hair. They got all the way to season two, episode six, which is titled Locked Up, Part One. And the premise of this episode is that Victorious and her friends go on a, a field trip to this made-up country, I think it was called Yerba. But after a series of wacky misunderstandings, they get arrested. See, at the end of the episode, they're performing for the president. They're doing a, a live singing and dancing number for the president of Yerba. Or the dictator of Europe. I don't know. He's got a patch over his eye. And Victoria's like she kicks her foot at the end of the, the show. And her shoe flies off. And she hits the president in his one good eye. And so they get arrested. You know? I don't, I don't blame her. I don't, I don't blame him, actually. I don't blame him for, for arresting. This is one, one good eye. She blinded him permanently. And then, dun, dun, dun. We get the to be continued, right? The, the dreaded to be continued. Oh, man, I gotta wait another week to see what happens to Victorious. But what's this? What's this? We immediately get a next time on Victorious clip. And I shit you not, they show every single beat of part two. I know this because we watched part two immediately afterwards. So here's what they show in the clip for next time on Victorious. They say, look, uh, here's what's gonna happen. The president of Yerba sends Victorious to prison for four years. 
and then Victorious asks her friends to get her out. Get me out of this place. And then her friends end up in prison too. And then their teacher disguises himself as a prison guard and tells them his plan to get him out. And then the kids start making friends with the other inmates. Like they, they do a little dance, make a little love, get down tonight. And then Victoria says that she has a breakout plan. And then they show that breakout plan, which is that they put on a big musical performance and break out of the prison by, by sneaking out through the back curtain. And then credits. Boom, you already saw the next episode. But what did we do? We watched it anyway. We watched Locked Up Part 2. I wish more shows would show you every single thing that they were going to show you anyway. So, uh, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I, I'm thinking about making this a, a semi-regular thing. Like Maybe we should review, review trailers uh, or things like this uh, once a month, once every other month. I don't know. I think it could be fun. I sure had fun with it. Anyway, hey, Dell, what time is it? Chris to Chris presents Listen Question Time. Thank you, Dell. Our first question comes from Ken. Ken asks, have you ever thought about interviewing someone fictional for the show? That is an interesting idea. Mike, what do you think of interviewing a fictional person on Chris to Chris? Eh, I don't like it. Well, nobody asked you, Mike. I've actually thought about this myself. Uh, I think we'll see what happens, but I think it could be fun. I think it could definitely be fun. You know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yilly asks, where the hell have I been? That was a great question, Yilly. Where the hell have you been? Well, I, I just assumed that you were, you were stuck in some kind of saw situation, you know? You were chained somewhere. Somebody had you tied up. You had to decide between your friend's life or your own leg. You know, I, I hope you have all your body parts intact. I hope uh, uh, Mr. Jigsaw did not get to you. Glad you're here. Glad you made it. Devin asks, do you think the flat earther daredevil guy changed his mind before he hit the ground? Devin, I, I don't think so. But that's because I saw a news report that said he was likely knocked unconscious almost immediately after the rocket's parachute deployed too early. I don't know if you guys saw the video, but uh, this guy, he makes a homemade rocket. And as soon as it launches, a parachute pops out and it it gets in the middle of his jet stream and throws him off course. So it, it apparently knocked his head around and probably knocked him unconscious. Honestly, I don't think uh, most flat earthers are actually flat earthers at all. I think they, they say it for attention. I remember Shaq, Mr. Shaquille O'Neal. He, he, he was floating some flat earther shit uh, about a year ago. The, the rapper B.O.B. did it too. I think it's for publicity. I think it's for publicity. I, I think most people understand that the world is round. I'm not sure Mr. Mad Mike Hughes. I, I don't know if he was an actual flat earther or not, but he probably was. I, I guess the world will never know, like the like the owl licking a to Tootsie Pop. But thanks for the question, Devin. Ken asks, be honest, is Dell renting out the space in your laundry room? I wish that I could say he was, Ken. I could really use the 200 bucks a month or whatever I said it was. Uh, Dell has actually been living rent-free in our studio corner since he started here on Chris to Chris. Nobody told him he could do that, but to be fair, nobody told him that he couldn't do it either. So, you know, he's got us in a bit of a loophole. Colos Dolos asks, Devin wanted to know who is Colos Dolos. I want to know, why is Devin? 
Now, this might be the deepest question anybody has ever asked me about another listener of this show. But to answer why is Devin would be very disingenuous of me because I am Chris, not Devin. So to answer your question, Devin is always and always is Devin. I hope that cleared things up for you, Colos. Thanks for the question. Ken asks, has Mike ever thought about running for a political office? Ken, Mike has considered running for City Dumpster many times. I, I think he's won unofficially, but he's never actually put himself out there. He, he, he's too afraid to do that. He's, he's a little shy, as you might have seen from the show. So maybe one day, uh, Mike will be the official City Dumpster. Yilly asks, Will your show have more singing animals once your son is born? I sure hope so, Yilly. I never realized how few singing animals we have on this show until your question right now. I'm sure that there's some singing animals on Fiverr that we could hire. Right, Del? I'm sure we could do that. I'm sure we could do that. Thanks for the question. Thanks for the idea. Devin asks, who loves root beer? I think uh, Snoopy, a.k.a. Joe Cool, is the only one that genuinely loves root beer. Well, to be fair, I know some people that love root beer or claim to love root beer, but they are all fairly old. You know, I, I like, I think I like like one sip of root beer. My, uh, my wife told me a story. Uh, <laughs> when she was a little kid, she, there was a day she just really wanted to uh, get a, a soda after school. You know, it's like, that's a very little kid thing to want to do. You know, you're like, she's like a junior high. Like, I, like, I want to, after school, I'm going to go to 7-Eleven, get a soda. And she uh, gets to 7-Eleven, decides she wants to get a diet root beer. And she found it disgusting. And, you know, I feel bad for her, even as I say the story. That shows how much I love her. Colos Dolos asks, can you send me Mike's daily routine and a map to his house? I want to give him a surprise. Wow, Mike. Colos really likes you, buddy. Colos, Mike's shaking his head right now, but I I'm going to DM you all of Mike's info so that you can surprise him like the true friend you are. Ken asks, what episode of Chris to Chris will be solely dedicated to Bigfoot? Solely dedicated. Well, I don't know what episode it'll be, but I think it'll be a video episode. I remember like 12 years ago, there were these guys all over the news saying that they had the body, like the corpse of a Sasquatch in a freezer. <coughs> they said, you fuckers, are all going to see how stupid you look the, denying us, thinking that we're liars when our Bigfoot carcass turns out to be real. And then they, they, they hand over their Bigfoot carcass in the freezer, tested the remains, and it was all bullshit. It was all bullshit. Even Bigfoot's feet were, were made of rubber. I think if we do a, a Bigfoot episode, we need to find a real Bigfoot, which shouldn't be too hard, right? I don't think that many people have been looking for that long, right? Thanks for the question, Ken. Yilly asks, why is Facebook such a POS? Yilly, it's because we don't spend enough Zuck bucks. See, if you run a group on Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg always has his hand out for more money from you. See, we at Up and Loaded have higher standards and fewer marketing dollars. So we refuse to compromise our principles until we can afford to change our mind. But that's why. That's why Facebook is such a P-O-S. It's all about the money, money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. That's why there's so many ads, so much sponsored content, and it's so 
much garbage. Like the algorithms are trash. I just did a survey on Facebook. They said, hey, how, how are you liking your Facebook experience? I said, I'm not. I'm not. I said, it's because your algorithms suck. You don't, you don't want to show any content. You don't want to show any content. You limit how much of the friends uh, pop up in your newsfeed and vice versa and groups. and It's just garbage. It's just garbage. I hope uh, I really sold that for you guys. Devin asks, hey, yo, can I get one of them hot dogs? Sure. That'll be $1.85. But it looks like you only have three dimes, which is, uh... Devin, to this day, I think that you and I are the only people that have ever seen that uh, hip-hop Hooked on Phonics ripoff. It was like a, for those that don't know, uh, it was like a, like a, an educational video series where they taught you math and reading and grammar, but it was just a bad animation. They played the commercial nonstop on whatever channels we were watching at the time, but nobody knows what the hell we're talking about. Not even right now, listening to this podcast. So maybe, Devin, you and I were just on the same drugs the same time and we just saw the same commercial i looked for it online but i cannot find it but to be fair i don't remember the name of it which again supports the drug theory i want to play this commercial for the world to hear because it is classic but i'm starting to think it only ever existed in our minds but thanks for the question devin that was a real throwback ken asks why do people hate bullcrap so much it has a lot of beneficial uses especially in farming Ken, BS was demonized the same way uh, hemp was demonized a century ago. You see, Big Fertilizer did not want a natural, superior product eating up their profits, so they pushed for bullshit to become a negative term in pop culture. Their propaganda campaign has been wildly successful for them. Even I use it as a negative term. Nobody talks about how awesome bullshit is anymore. I did just see, uh, I think I was watching... uh, 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 last week tonight show Bear Grylls, the, the survival man guy, he, uh, picked up some, some, some elephant shit or something. He just squeezed the juice into his mouth like it was nothing. That was, that was feces he did that with. Feces. So, you know, you could see, you could see that I'm still tainted by this uh, idea. So maybe I have a lot of growing to do. Thanks for the question, Ken. Thanks for the question, everybody. You guys had some wonderful questions. Wonderful questions. As always, if you guys want to ask us some questions, you can on our up and loaded social media profiles at U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram Cracker. We're on upandloaded.com. We also have polls. Last week we asked on our Twitter, we said, what are you doing later today? Nobody was going to throw rocks at trains. Nobody didn't want to tell me. Every single person was doing karaoke at Mike's house. It was great, by the way. We all had fun. Thanks, Mike. This week's poll asks... Oh, shoot. We don't have a poll. I didn't write down a poll question. I'm sure I meant to. I'm sure I meant to. Hey, this week's poll is a surprise. Find out if it's going to be on Twitter or Facebook. You got to follow both. You got to follow both to find out. By the way, well, speaking of that, I do want to say uh, we did get a spike in uh, mom followers last week. Last week, we kind of maybe sort of encouraged slash didn't really encourage, but we kind of definitely encouraged you to take your mom's phone and follow at Up and Loaded on your mom's Facebook, your mom's Twitter. So we did get a lot of moms following us last week. Thanks for that. Please continue to do so. You know, 
We're not officially endorsing that, but if you do it, wonderful. Your mom's going to really enjoy our content. Don't forget to subscribe to this show, follow us, and all that good stuff. This has been episode 73 of Chris to Chris. Do me a favor and enjoy your weekend or else.